I'm so excited this is finally happening. Me too. You've been on my list forever. That freaks me out, but it's cool. (laughs) It's a good list. I'll take a sip of wine and then I'll calm down. Okay. (laughs) It's more than just your output, more than a bike. When you hear your shout out, you know it's all right. Put on your magic pants and let's go. We're cruising into the power zone. Welcome to the Clip Out, episode 115. This is Crystal O'Keefe. And this is Tom O'Keefe. Hey, all you people that listen at one and a half times speed, just a heads up, no new episode next week. Yes. So savor this one. Listen to it at one speed (laughs) or listen to it at 0.5 speed. No. So we sound like this. No. That's going to sound even weirder if you took my (laughs) advice and listened to it at 0.5 speed. But I've been told we sound stoned whenever they don't listen to us at one and a half times speed. Well, that's because we're totally baked. (laughs) Just kidding But for real We're not having An episode next week Right Uh, He's not joking about that Yes so Plan accordingly And don't freak out And start rumors Like we're leaving Or something Whenever an instructor Takes a vacation I know we're not At that level (laughs) Not even close We're just letting (laughs) people know We are going to be In Alaska So North to Alaska Yes Like John Wayne Or Abbott and Costello (laughs) More like Abbott and Costello So uh, since this is the last one for a while What, pray tell, do you have in store for them? Well, uh, we're going to talk about some instructor updates We're going to talk about celebrity possibly getting the bike We have uh, some some news from San Francisco Just some general updates about the uh, marathon training plan What's going on in London A blog update And some basic housekeeping items Awesome Well I guess before we get to that Shameless plugs Don't forget we're available on Apple Podcasts Where you can go there Rate, review, subscribe It helps us tremendously And we have a new review Well who's it from? This is good We were I was almost to the top Like I read them in kind of chronological order I was almost to the top And then we just had a rush of new reviews So that's wonderful to kind of it is Although really At some point Seriously We gotta switch over To the Facebook ones Cause those folks Have been waiting A long time <laughs> Literally two years For some oh, of no. them Yeah Those poor people <laughs> So uh, Anyway This one is from uh, Betsy307 Okay Kinda sounds like A Beach Boy song Huh I can see that yeah. I can see that Well what does Betsy Have to say She says A well spoke in podcast Ah I see what she did there Nice Betsy So she says My dogs love this podcast (laughs) Just her dogs Not her Because it means Longer walks (laughs) My husband doesn't know The reason I'm ignoring him Is because I am home Listening with my earphones Still in listening Love the info And the humor in it Oh thank you so so much Thank you Betsy That was a a great review Yes so uh, Also don't forget We have a Facebook page Facebook.com Slash the clip out and while you're there you can also join the group and stay up to date throughout the week one and why do both you ask I'll take a moment to explain Uh, the group will sometimes push things out in front of people with 
greater frequency than a page does and also the group kind of allows you to start a conversation in a way that the page doesn't the page kind of takes all those non-page posts and it allows them but they're over off to the side and nobody ever sees them where in a group everybody kind of sees them so that's that's the difference so yeah if you're wondering if you've liked the page and you're like that's plenty What's the advantage? That's the advantage. Maybe that's not an advantage to you. Yeah. Some people, that that's, could, that's not their thing. That's that could okay. be the case. But just <laughs> just explaining the differences. So there's all that. I guess uh, let's dig in, shall we? Yes. It's time for news of the Peloton. Robin Arzan has quit. No. No, that's not true. Oh, my God, that's, Tom. That, <laughs> it geez. specifically says the opposite of that. Oh, I skipped the part where it said opposite. <laughs> that's my impersonation of the OPP. Are you? Tr- yeah, for real. Like, are you trying to start a riot? <laughs> Jeez, Tom. Yes, Robin Arzon has not quit. But she did buy a Norda track. No. No. <laughs> You're already in vacation mode. <laughs> she no. was seen using a thigh master. Stop it. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Robin Arzon is taking time off until the end of July. And uh, I, one, that's notable just because an instructor is going to be off for a pretty long time. Yeah. So, like, everybody should know about that. That's newsworthy and in and of itself. But I really felt like the message that she sent was newsworthy. Sure. Uh, and she put this out there. Yes. So, oh my gosh, I would never. Yeah. So I just want to say, like, if this wasn't something she had put out there, it would be kind of creepy for us to be talking about it. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. But uh, she put a message out on Instagram and Facebook uh, on her official Robin Arzon Peloton page, not like her personal page. Right. So uh, I know it's okay to say this. And uh, she said, "Hi everyone, I'll be taking some time off from at one Peloton until the end of July to freeze my eggs. This is something personal." I've chosen to do for myself and the family my husband and I plan to start someday in the future. No telling yet when or how that will be, but it's not anytime soon. Right now, I'm just taking steps to make sure it's a possibility. Major props to any ladies who've been through this process. I understand it's a privilege to do this, and I'm so grateful for it. In the meantime, keep crushing on the leaderboard, fam. Shout out to my fellow instructors who are covering my classes while I'm away. Thank you. I cannot say enough good things about this. Number one, the fact that she put out there while she was going to be gone that, hey, don't, you know, I'm going to be gone. That and, and no one has to, like, make up a reason why. Right. And also, what a personal thing to share with everyone. Totally. I and mean, she did not have to do that. And I'm I'm grateful that she did because I think more people should talk about things like this. Right. I mean, it's it's a fact of life and you know, you you can't just have children forever, you know, that's not yeah. So I I get that she wants to, you know, put some aside and get to it whenever the time is right for them. So I think it's uh I think it's cool. And also just on a personal note, I think it's awesome that she wants to have a family and that that's something that she's planning for I think that's great Absolutely But yeah I think it's great to, The way she addressed everything head on And that way Nobody's apoplectic about when she disappears for 10 days Yes Oh my goodness Yes You know Are we? Do we have another one Right You know So it prevents no all that No need for that Yes So so uh, enjoy your time off And congratulations Is that what goes with the Like I think it's absolutely oh, congratulations. Obviously, it, it, it should end in a congratulations. Well, but it's but it's it's her taking time to prep for that, right. and so that in and of itself is congratulations. Okay, I think Just means, make sure. it means the plan is there. Yeah, you know, and it's I, very brave to put that out there. Totally. 
I say so many wrong things. You just want to make sure you I just want right. to make sure I got got it right. I understand. Okay. I appreciate you being sensitive about that. Speaking of saying wrong things. Oh dear. What did you do? No, I was going to talk about like this is a good follow-up because I could say just about anything and it's not going to be as wrong as Howard Stern. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's true, Tom. Um, he was in the he weaseled his way, uh, weaseled is harsh. Yeah. Uh, he but he he uh got his way into the world of Peloton news this week. He did. He did. Discussing at length on his show the possibility. Yes, contemplating getting a bike. Right. And he's a little mystified by it. Yeah, he doesn't. He, I, I listened to the uh, clip that you posted, and uh, he doesn't. He doesn't seem to know whether or not he wants. He doesn't really get it. He's yeah. like, "What? Why? Why? I'm not sure that I want one. But if I did want one, you know, I, I want to try it out first. He's going through the journey so many current Peloton owners have already gone through, which is like, "Will well, I use it? Will I use it? Is any? Is it really any different than going to the gym? Do I need it? Like." I would think he'd like it just from the idea of like he likes to be left alone. Yeah, and, and, and therefore he could do what he wants at home. He could do it whenever he wants. I know, like he had a a daughter that went to college in St. Louis. I think she went to Wash U. And like I know that like he came to town to see her quite a bit, but it was always like very low key and nobody really knew. And I I heard one time they did when the the bodies exhibit was going through where they would take the people and. The dead people and encase them in clear plastic so you can yes. see their guts. He wanted to see it, and they like gave him a private tour before it opened because they knew if he walked through there, people would mob him. So right, like, right. Um, so I know that like that's a priority for him. I also thought it was funny when he was like, ah, I, don't, I mean, I don't want to just try it. It's like two thousand dollars, and I'm like, dude, you got it. That's like a double order at Starbucks for you. But you know what? That's how that's how people who are wealthy stay wealthy because they don't just spend it like sure. it's water. And he also didn't start wealthy. Yeah. And he really didn't become uber wealthy into, until very late into his life. And just because you have it doesn't mean you want to spend it. Absolutely. I mean, you know, and it's still it's still like a a thoughtful purchase, which makes me respect th- that he's thinking about it. You know, that he's not just like, whatever, I'm just going to buy it because I can, you right. know, that he's actually thinking it through. You know, I don't know if you remember this because I, I don't know how much you see of all the posts, but like Jen Sherman is like a Howard Stern super fan. And most, uh, so many people that grew up in the New York, New Jersey area are huge Stern fans. And I like, I know that he kind of sets you off sometimes just the idea of the, what he talks about and how he behaves, which is funny. Cause like, like off air, I'm not radically different, but he's like, like I was listening to that clip and they just get so angry you know, needlessly. The, the weird thing is, is that like he doesn't, he surrounds himself with this, these cast of characters and they do crazy things, but he's pretty calm. Well, I think it's needless. Like it's, it distracts from what he's trying to say. Like it was actually irritating to try to listen to them actually get to the point. (laughs) Like I was just like, shut up and let me tell you about Peloton. Like these idiots can't tell you anything because they're just arguing to argue. Well, he does have like four hours a day to fill. (laughs) That's, that's true. And I will also say you, you can't argue with the outcome. It's no, I know, successful. I know. I, I, it doesn't mean that I'm not mystified by sure. it. And I will also add to that. Also add, <laughs> you're not exactly the demo. I'm not, and yeah. I'm okay with that. I sure. mean, there's, there's obviously there's a lot of different ways to be entertaining, and just because that's not my cup of tea doesn't mean that it's not others. So 
clearly I mean he's very popular Yeah And uh, and it also doesn't mean I wouldn't love to have him on the show Especially without his cast of characters I'd love to talk to him To oh. like actually tell him about Peloton <laughs> Without all the blah <laughs> <laughs> Well Ed, I, I have always found I've never I haven't listened tons Especially because being in the Midwest He didn't come on the air Until very very deep into his career here Right I've always found him a fascinating personality And he's so And I like you get riled by him and I ended up defending him because he is so much more than just that. Yeah, you you have you have opened my eyes to one respecting how well he interviews people. Yeah. And and two, uh, you know, we watched that that documentary and he is I, it was a documentary, right? I'm not making that up. We watched something that like told the story of his life. Maybe it was just a movie. I don't know. I think I just talked. Maybe think you I, just talked I about think it. I might have showed you some clips from private parts. Maybe that's what it was. Yeah. I don't know. You you kind of give me information like you are a teacher on pop culture <laughs> at times. So it is very possible that that is all that occurred. But anyway, it was interesting yeah. is what I'm trying to say. And like, I respect the guy on that level for sure. You know, yeah. he's got he's got a lot of things that he's uh, overcome and accomplished. And it's absolutely it's amazing. Like you know? ev- every Kind of lowbrow D-bag DJ Exists because of him and he he, <laughs> yeah. he does lowbrow in a very Highbrow way but and and it's it's the clones I think that if anything have sullied his name more than more than he has because like true. if you if you listen to him holistically and not they picked out the raunchy parts yeah. and replicated that and forgot to replicate the rest of it yeah and 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 so that's why sometimes when you see people who you like and respect a lot, like Jen Sherman, you're like, what does she get from yeah. him? Like, that's what she gets from him. Gotcha. That there's this side, but there's also this other side. So yeah. but anyway, he's thinking about getting him. And I guess the resolution on that was they were going to that Peloton was going to send him one, I think. I never heard that. Oh, yeah. I thought I saw some like uh, I think the next day they talked about I think Gary, his producer, said that they uh that Peloton had reached out and were, they were gonna like loan him one because he was like he Stern was like I I don't take free things like I he just never taken like which I get and, you, and I respect yeah very when you're much. in radio especially at his level but when you're in radio people are always offering you free things and he's like has a policy he does not accept free things but he's like but if you want to loan me one for a week I'll try it and then if I like it I'll buy it and if not you can have it back no harm no foul so I believe they're supposed to be getting him one so oh, that's he can, great so he can sample well I mean I I love Peloton you know I love to spread the word of Peloton I think it would be good for Peloton for him to be out there talking about it because I think he will love it like yeah. I, I just I can't imagine that he wouldn't so that's great for Peloton absolutely and if anybody knows how to get a hold of him let us know <laughs> we'd, we'd love to have him on the show he does have a book to sell I'm sure we'll sell tons of copies for him Absolutely <laughs> So the San Francisco Marathon is This weekend Is nigh Yes it is You don't hear nigh used a lot No I like the beverage Grape nigh No that's knee high Oh grape knee high Okay <laughs> I don't know what I've been drinking um, I bet a lot of people who listen think the same thing I don't know what so he's been true. drinking But uh, Bex Gentry Country superstar extraordinaire <laughs> and Jess Sims were in San Francisco they getting were. ready or are in San Francisco getting ready. Yeah, they were uh, they were really they're there for Peloton. You know, they're kind of I don't think either of them are running the marathon. But well, I know Jess Sims is not because she's never run a marathon before. Uh, Bex Gentry has run about a million of them. And uh, but I got the intention. I got the impression they were there to like 
kind of kick everything off from a Peloton perspective. They gotcha. did a they did a talk this week at Google, which was cool, and then uh, they did. They should call it a tread talk. <laughs> Boom, <laughs> Foley, you owe me if you use that. <laughs> Holy love me. Uh, and uh, so they went to the, the Peloton store in San Francisco and uh, they had like a talk. They had people come in and they did a whole talk about like your fitness journey and like how they're so different from everyone else. And how they did that was they asked Jess and Bex questions and it started off very simple, you know, like what is your background? What's, you know, for each of them? And it was uh, it was great because you got to hear like how Jess got into fitness. And I knew that she started off as a principal, but I did not know how she got to Peloton. Like, how did that move occur? Right. And uh, so she talks through that. And then, you know, Bex has this very, very different, you know, avenue. But hers also, she went in a totally different way. She was in a PR firm and then managed to find her way over to fitness. And so I thought that was very interesting that they both went about it so differently, yeah. which was the whole point of the talk. And right. then they talked about their different fitness philosophies and approaches to training. One of my favorite things they talked about was what classes to focus on when you're training training for a marathon, how to work them in and how ultimately you could take any of the classes that are on Peloton. But the important thing is that you are really um, they've said scheduling is more important than the class itself, uh, scheduling those classes appropriately. And then they also said that when the reason that they did not do a long form class, they chose that on purpose. It was a very purposeful thought is because they, they were like on the day of the marathon, you're out there by yourself you don't have anyone in your ear and so once a week you should have a long run day that you are in yourself you oh, know that's, that, that's that, a like, good point because you need to you need to train not only physically you need to train mentally the loneliness of the long distance runner it's so true it's so true it's an iron maiden song it's the only reason i know it. well but it's a real thing like they that's like the second thing that iron maiden has happened that's like been deep like that like has been true and deep i think you've told me another story about them that like was like real iron maiden well their their lead singer is like a renaissance man and he's like an olympic level fencer i'm and, always surprised by these things and that you he know. uh has a pilot's license one of the reasons they can tour europe as extensively as they do is because he like just went and got a license like learned taught learned to fly i don't want to make it sound like he just got it from a crackerjack box <laughs> learn to fly and that when they're touring europe they have their own jet and he flies it that's and, crazy yeah and there's actually a documentary it used to be on netflix i don't know if it still is i think it was called flight 666 which is the plane now iron maiden is actually one of the smarter metal bands like one they they one of their like eight nine minute long opuses was they set rhyme of the ancient mariner to music like they have a song that's all about like the history of alexander the gray is totally nerd D D type stuff but it's like smart kid metal. Okay. So, um, <laughs> sorry. Yes. No, for real. It's interesting. Yeah. So, uh, the point being that, like, if you, if you go out on those long runs and you're not doing the training from that perspective, that you're, it's going to, I mean, that's just another aspect of your training you need to do. Yeah. You know, like she was even saying, like, it was Bex that was talking about at that point. And she was like, you know, you could choose to stack a bunch of our classes and, and put them together for your, 
whenever you actually go out there in your marathon, I guess, like that's your call, but like that's not the easiest way to do it. So, but don't some marathons not even let you wear? There are some. Yeah. I mean, I, Ironman, they don't. I don't know about marathons because I've heard from several runners, they're like, that's silly. People do it all the time. But when it comes to triathlons, they do not. Like that rule is hard and fast. And if you are part of the, like, you sat, the you, United States athletic. Whatever oh. it's about triathlon thing they, Oh I was like you sat I can do that There's something about sitting no oh uh, They don't they don't let you like it is Completely not allowed not even with the Bone conduction one so I think Just a mar- like just running And because I don't mean I don't want it to sound like Totally if, if all it's you're a, doing if it's Is a running, solo running event Yes yes <laughs> then then I think That that depending on where you are that Rule is more lax but when it's A triathlon it tends to not be And that has to do a lot with the bike because it's so Dangerous to be listening to headphones when you're on the bike And so sure I think they're just like none Just don't even do it liability is too Great exactly but I Have to say with all the San Francisco Stuff going on the highlight Was Instagram they, these two could have their own comedy show. I mean, I want to. I want. They wanna, were pretty funny. Oh my god, they were killing me. And so I don't. I mean, it's probably gone by now because stories on Instagram only last for twenty four hours. But that was comedy gold. I mean, Bex and Jess decided to run across the Golden Gate Bridge, which apparently is four miles. And um, then after that. Bex kept like well, let's just go a little Bit further a little bit further and then like Kept going I mean it's San Francisco So everything's hilly and she kept like Come up these stairs Jess And Jess was like <laughs> I don't want to Go up another set of stairs and she was Saying things like uh, she was like Hashtag F you Bex, Bex <laughs> I'm never going to and then she said I'm never going to travel with Bex Gentry Again unless they rent one of these And then you know it was like a little car Driving by a little kit car uh, It was hilarious so I met Message Jess and I was telling her how funny It was number one because it was hilarious and Two I was like does this mean you're Going to take it easy on us when you get Back for your first class and she said Ha 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 hell no <laughs> <laughs> And I was like I kind of thought that's what you would say so She can dish it out <laughs> So expect Hills she's not done she's not gonna She's not gonna make it easy guys but She's um, trying to figure out a way to make the tread windy <laughs> Like those streets Oh that was Great I I personally would love to see Them travel more in the future because that Was hilarious and Bex was like No mercy <laughs> let's go Jess And then they had milkshakes afterwards Like ice cream afterwards so I think that made Jess happy she well was, they say chocolate milk Is good for recovery for recovery And if you're hot I mean a milkshake All right just cools it down so I think that's that's what I do Yes and Jess was upset Yeah you do that You don't do the before though You don't do the running No I I'm Gym class So everything since then Has been after gym class <laughs> It's been recovery Okay Yeah Gotcha So Peloton's gonna do a uh, Facebook live thing They are uh, We talked about this briefly last week uh, But it was for this coming Friday So I just wanted to make sure I Tell everybody a reminder That on the July 19th At noon Eastern There will be a Facebook Live On Peloton's Facebook page And they are going to Talk about the uh, Strength for runners And it's going to be Andy Spear and Rebecca Kennedy Going through uh, The different strength programs Answering people's questions So I think that will be Fabulous Awesome And then while we're Speaking of Facebook <laughs> yeah. Ollie, Ollie's been having some issues Sometimes if you don't have Your cookies right Facebook will <laughs> That's a different kind of cookie Oh <laughs> 
You're all confused with the cookies. I am all confabulated. <laughs> so, so his cookie club, yes, is, was having issues because he was Facebook Live just wasn't working for him. It wasn't, and he tried it on Instagram as well, and it wasn't working at all. So he uh, he said, let's just reschedule for next Wednesday. So that will be July. 24th, I believe uh, that that he will be reattempting Ollie's Cookie Club, but they'll be stale by then. He's going to make new cookies. Oh, that's good. Luckily, he makes cookies every week. Do you I think, think he, you and Oliver would get along well. Do you think he still made cookies? Like, there's no Facebook Live, but he's like, I'm still making me some goddamn cookies. I think there's a real good chance. Yeah. <laughs> then, then you are right. We would get along. There's a Red Hot Chili Peppers ride and run. Yes, this is exciting because this is another collabor- artist collaboration. Gotcha. So, uh, you know, these are starting to come in more and more. I think this is Peloton's way of kind of like, you know, we, we had the music purge. So we're trying right. to get some more artists, com- you know, collaborations out there. Kind of highlight the that the quality of, of music they do have access to. And I think it also shows that like that the music artists like them. Uh, absolutely like that's kind of you know like think people were trying to paint the image that like artists were mad at peloton and I, I clearly there are some who are but there are also a lot of up-and-comers like paul mccartney and madonna who are not yeah 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 and i would say not up-and-comers i like, was being ironic gotcha <laughs> uh, but uh i'm really excited about the red hot chili peppers ride the, emma is going to do that one emma lovewell and uh i think that might be her well I, I don't get to ride with emma a lot so maybe that's not her first artist collaboration but i think it is and uh it's going to be all red hot chili peppers and that's going to be july 24th at 6 30 p.m eastern and then selena is going to do a run on the tread on july 25th at 5 30 p.m p.m. Eastern. I'm super excited about that. She she has some really fun music choices because she's the one that does like the punk runs. Yeah. And uh, I really enjoy kind of going down a different musical path with her. She does stuff that nobody else is doing. And I really appreciate that. So I am very excited for both of those. I think that'll be great. So they should call it like Pelotonication. <laughs> they should. Or Blood Sugar Tread Magic. <laughs> I can do this all day long I know (laughs) So the London uh, Temporary studio Right It's an interim studio Until the The Covenant Or the The real one opens In Covenant Gardens Gotcha Is that Are they calling it interim they are calling. I would it think interim. the British would have something fancier. Than well, I interim. thought I thought interim was a lot fancier than temporary. It is fancy, but I thought they would have something even fancier. Nope, they posted interim. Okay, they probably say it fancy. They probably do. Like interim. They, they I bet they do. Like how they say aluminium? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. For They're sure. Like that. They are very fancy. They probably have like a pinky raised while they say it too. Yeah. Very fancy. And that pinky wearing a top hat. <laughs> And I don't know how Also a monocle <laughs> Well that's adorable <laughs> So anyway About the London studio We yes. didn't say <laughs> You were getting ready to scroll down I can I tell was. Um, They are now a Fully accepting rides You can go in and book Like they have a website now You can go to it And book your rides I will say it looked like There was only about one a day One every few days That that you were able to ride live But they are there And that means there's more to come So very exciting Also since they're British The schedule isn't live The schedule (laughs) is live Because that's fancier It is Get your monocle You know the three British listeners We have are like fancy We gave you Benny Hill You know that right (laughs) Benny Hill 
That's kind of a dated reference, though. But it's not fancy. So there's a new article on the blog about Alex Toussaint? There is. Yeah, it was all about how he cross-trains, like how he fits that in. And and uh, I thought it was kind of interesting because I don't really know a lot about Alex's personal life. I mean... He doesn't really talk that much, you know, but he plays basketball and uh, that is how he fits in running. He said that he hates running and uh, but that's a lot of back and forth. Exactly. And so he's like, that's how I sneak it in because he's like, I love basketball. I hate running, but I get both when I'm out there. I thought that was really smart. Yeah. And he was giving um, tips on how to do that. You know, find things that you love, make it sports, you know, make it fun. In other words, it doesn't have to be working out all the time. It can be just truly having fun. And he was talking about how often you should fit in cross training and how to kind of read your body to tell is this working is this not working uh so it was a great article and so uh that's the peloton blog if you weren't if you didn't know that and of course you can find a link to that at facebook.com slash the clip out as well for those of you following the marathon training program part three is now available it is so that means this is the last six weeks because it was an 18 week program okay so this is the final six weeks and it is all up so everything is out there now um, and as a reminder there's been still people confused about this you can get this all on digital if you have iOS you cannot get it on digital if you only have Android but having said that you have access to the classes. In both It's just that on the iOS It like lists it out Like here's your plan And on Android You have to go searching For the classes So Gotcha They're not listed In a nice pretty program format ah. So that's the big difference And it's not available On the, the tread either The classes again Are available But like there's not A pretty program That like walks you through it Gotcha So people have been Confused about that And I think it's simply Because most of the runs are outdoor runs So they expect you to be doing it outside And I I think they were just like Well nobody's going to want to do that on the tread Right. You can still take the classes on the tread But it doesn't have the, the, the background There's no video, it's all meant for outdoor Oh god, yeah, that would be kind of weird Right, so I think that's why they did it Now the strength for runners and st- Again, you can access all the classes So the strength for runners is on your tread But it just you can't go through and be like I checked that box I did that one That's the difference Got to do a little Digging to find it Exactly But the PDF is out On the blog That was originally posted And uh, you can see The entire like Class listing And schedule If you want to follow it That way Gotcha Just a little Advanced warning You need a special Buzzer or something I know Boop 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 Warning (laughs) That was my buzzer Is that what that was Yeah Um, That uh, There's going to be Some routine maintenance yeah, it's going to start uh, Friday morning on the 19th at 1 a.m. It's going to be Eastern. Eastern. Okay. And I wanted to let people know this. I realized they will have already, like, it will have already happened when people listen to this. But I wanted to let them know because it's across all platforms, bike, tread, and digital. So things may not go perfectly. And if yeah. they don't, I just think there's going to be a lot of why is this happening. Right. So I just wanted to mention it that... It's out there And if you wake up to people Saying Oh it was that Like it was purposeful And right. they're just updating the system And you gotta do that sometimes Exactly Before we segue into our interview We should probably mention Stronger You Yes definitely Because we have that uh, deal going on with them If you've ever been interested Or you heard Crystal talk about uh, How effective she's found it Yes And uh, this is our last episode That will air before the deal is up 
Yes. So this is our last July episode and uh, it will the coupon, the 10% discount, if you will, it expires at the end of July. So if you are interested, we just wanted to make sure you had an opportunity to do that. And the code is clipout seven. And as a reminder, you do need to be part of the clipout group if you want to take advantage of that. I understand we have a lot of people that have joined. So I am super excited to hear everybody's results over the next couple of months. Absolutely. And hopefully there is at least as good as yours because you've been doing great well thank you thank you (laughs) checking in with the peloton community so uh joining us today via skype a phone is monica calfer how's it going hi guys hi (laughs) i'm so excited this is finally happening me too you've been on my list forever that freaks me out but it's cool <laughs> it's a good list i'll take a sip of wine and then i'll calm down okay <laughs> what what kind of wine are you drinking um pinot grigio it's my steady go-to okay so would you call that your favorite or just that's just the one you go back to i mean i'm pretty flexible when it comes to beverages okay. so um, long as it has alcohol you'll drink it yes i also really have embraced tequila wow yeah i'm flexible Okay. It's it's frozen season, so yeah, what's available is great. <laughs> <laughs> well, just when you start getting into things like rubbing alcohol, yeah, like yeah that's don't do that when you want to pump the brakes. Right. Yeah, sticking the hand sanitizer yeah. is frowned upon. Right. Right. Yes. Right. Yeah. 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 Okay. I'll keep that in mind. So I feel like I feel like that ever since I joined Peloton, I've seen you on the leaderboard. You've always been in posts that I've seen. You're always like laughing and having a great time. How long ago did you find Peloton? Because I feel like you've been a Pelotonian. A Pelotonian. Peloton's been around. We got the bike in 2015. I like to say that we were two weeks ahead of Howard Godnick, just to be clear that we were first. (laughs) Shots fired. Wow. She's like, what rhymes with sucking? (laughs) Oh, I know. (laughs) Um, But yeah, we were looking for something. We had had a treadmill pre-Hurricane Sandy. We kind of make time references pre versus post Sandy. So pre Sandy, we had a treadmill and that was gone. And Bob was at the point where he felt like his his hours didn't work with the gym membership. So, you know, you do one search for exercise bike and Facebook gives you all the ads. And this Peloton ad kept coming up. And as a joke, I said to him, oh, look at this fancy schmancy bike. Can you imagine and so we, we looked at it. We watched the video. Oh, that's amazing. Whatever. And then oh, two weeks later, he texted me and he was at 23rd Street in the showroom getting all the information. <laughs> and I was like, what is happening? Uh, this wasn't my plan. But he's not afraid of the bigger purchases. Like, I'll, I'll go blow small amounts of money at Target, but not pull the trigger on something big. And he just went for it. <laughs> and then it took nine weeks to be delivered nine weeks oh my gosh how it used to be back in the olden days day so we just we had that that wait we ordered right on the bubble of where people were they were getting a lot of traction and people were really getting interested but their production hadn't caught up to the interest now is it true that your bike is made entirely out of wood (laughs) 
Yes. Um, actually, once in a while, we have to sand it just to keep it, you know, running really smoothly. You don't want any kind well, of splinters. I, you know, I don't want to call you out, but if you were pedaling faster, you wouldn't need to sand oh. it. If I was, okay. Hey, mister, I don't ride. <laughs> if I was pedaling faster, I may set it on fire. So you have to find balance. <laughs> <laughs> She's a firecracker. Yeah. You do not want to mess with her. Well, don't get firecrackers around your wood Peloton. I work with kids and I have a teenager. I'm ready to go with answers. <laughs> uh, so, were you guys both like into fitness before, or was this completely new? No. How, how was okay? <laughs> I mean, I had always been kind of off and on. I really like food. And I really like snacks and that has to get balanced in some way. So the treadmill was mostly used by me, but Bob, any kind of exercise he liked was riding a bike in some form. So it just seemed like the next step would, instead of replacing the treadmill, which was used sporadically, let's try the bike. And I think he felt that if he spent a lot of money on a bike, it would make him use it, which it did. That's a bold, yeah. that's a bold gambit. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yes, but it, to have that hanging over your head, like, well, you bought this thing. So I thought he was nuts. And then it turned out like I I just kind of jumped all in as soon as we got it. Wow. So so he brings it home or it gets delivered, I guess. And you were the first one on the bike, not him. After- I'm pretty sure I was the first one. I, again, I'm like very squirrel, like, you know, new shiny things. <laughs> so something new and shiny was in the house. I had to get on it right away. And it clicked pretty quickly. And I started riding. That was June by this point and haven't really looked back. Wow. You just had your your pillowversary. I did. Yeah. Four years. Congrats. Did he get you a card? He didn't. Oh, missed opportunity. <laughs> Bob. <laughs> have to get on that. <laughs> Do you remember who you rode with for the first time? Yes. I rode with Marion Roman and I fell in love with her and I thought she was the best thing ever. And two weeks later, she left. I was oh. going to say, this must have been a long time ago because I don't think I've ever even heard that You name. have because the whole reason that Howie got a bike was because of Marion. Okay. And then left two weeks later. Yes. Gotcha. So, yes. Yeah, well, she left. Apparently, that, instantly. That yeah, crazy. it would have... She, she must have left the day that Howie got his bike because if you got your bike and she left two weeks later and you got your bike two weeks before Howie, this is like a word problem. <laughs> yeah, it is. If two trains... Man, Leave the Peloton studio. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I hate word problems, so forget it. Choice C. Choice it. C. Just bubble it in. <laughs> word problems were my favorite. Oh, that figures. Because there was like a reason, uh-huh. you know? Like when it's just like six divided by nine over 70 times, the, I'm just like. I don't care But when they're like Hey There are six apples over here But then there's a train Going this way Now I'm like Now we got a story Really? Because that just put me to sleep All of that The story part Distracted me And then I would be Focused on the story But like Like why couldn't they Just get another train Or why can't so and so Sit next to so and so Like I don't get it And I would distract Myself down that path And then no math Would get done (laughs) I still wonder What happened to that other train (laughs) Where'd it go? It never made it to Memphis. 
So I feel like you're really active in the JSS tribe. Did you soon after Marion left discover Jen or was it like, did it take a while? Because you were like trying out all the instructors. Tell us how that went. I kind of tried everybody, but I quickly went to Christine and Jen and really just gelled with them. And that became my go to. So if you look at my ride history, it's I would say 85% of my rides are just those two. Wow. Yeah. That says how good they are because you were just saying how distracted you get. And you are like focused. Four years and you're like still focused. Four years, same people. I mean, you know, for me, a lot of it is the music and I really, I click with their music and they're so different from each other. But I don't know, I guess, you know, we're all similar ages and and have some similar life experiences. They're both moms and it just all works. Yeah, I was going to say if it's if it's about music, that's that is fascinating because Jen and Christine have very different musical tastes. Yes, but Uh, they they bridge my musical tastes. (laughs) You have eclectic music taste then. I do. I do. Yeah. I mean, you know, anything from I mean, Christine's new wave rides are so in my wheelhouse but then I have all this really fully steeped in knowledge of classic rock because I'm from a big Irish family so my mom was the oldest of seven so I had uncles who were only 11 12 years older than me so I was listening to their music too so it's it's a big mishmash pretty much everything but hip-hop and country for me (laughs) is that why I like classic rock is that an Irish thing I I didn't know I'm sure let's go with it (laughs) <laughs> Sounds like a great new theory Yeah I mean you do really love classic rock I, And I know my classic rock You do I'm with you, you, you two would be Like if you guys ever had like music trivia together I think you might be unbeatable So I always say Because Jen loves to say that I would be her phone a friend But I am terrible with Like a name that tune The second you have, tell me I have to identify the artist Or the song title I go blank, but I could sing along until I get there. That's fascinating because I always see you singing in the studio. You always know every single word to every song. It comes from a, like a really old part of the brain. I think it's it's I my short term memory is terrible, but I have no problem remembering the words to like every song from ever. That's a different part of your brain. I mean, that's not untrue. Like if you ever watch that Glenn Campbell documentary. Oh. Um, I think it's called I'm Not There And it was when he was touring I remember that While he was in the late stages of I don't know if it was officially Alzheimer's Or just dementia Some form of dementia I don't want to say it and be wrong and upset people But off stage I mean he would just be like really out of it But when he would hear the music It was like Oh, I know that. Oh, and like because cool. he had just played those songs so many times, it was just, I mean, you know, you keep kind of writing over those memories and so they last longer, but it's also just an entirely different part of the brain. And that was the part that kind of went last for him. And then as the documentary winds down, it's kind of sad because he starts to struggle on stage. Oh. Also, people knew what they were getting into at that point. They knew that this was kind of a farewell tour and what he was up against. So he was also with crowds that were in the know and super supportive. But anyway. That, now I made it sad. No, but but that's why I, mean, I love brain stuff. I mean, one of the reasons I, I I'm a speech pathologist, and one of the reasons I went into it is because the sciency part of it always was very interesting to me. So I can geek out on that pretty well. So you said you're a teacher. Is it like you specifically teach speech, or is it I mean speech pathology, or is it you're a 
teacher that teaches all kinds of subjects or how does that work? So I am a speech therapist in the school system. So I work in a school, but instead of having a class full of kids, every half hour I have a new group or a kid by themselves and I just target their speech and language goals. Oh, well, that's awesome. I actually had a speech impediment as a child and it was a... School speech therapist that corrected it. Oh gosh, you broke up again. But I, I know what you said because I remember that on an earlier episode. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going deep in the clip out cat- in the catalog. Yeah, you it's are. Like, it's like I have two wives. Both of you are like, you told this story. Move on. And I wasn't going to say it. She said yeah. it. <laughs> Shoot, sorry. In my family, we raised like. A number of fingers for how many times we've heard the story. <laughs> yeah, she'd be out I don't of fingers. Have that many fingers. She'd be taking off her shoes. And you know what's so funny is I'd I be tease constantly him. trying to hit twenty two. <laughs> He's so funny because he he can't stop once he started a story. Like even if, I, if I'm like, oh, you know what, you did tell me this one. He's he has to keep. I keep going, me. keep plowing through. <laughs> That's my Glenn Campbell part of the brain. <laughs> so it'll be the last part to shut down. That should be the official name of it at this point. <laughs> the Glenn Campbell part of the brain. <laughs> I will from now on refer to my long-term memory as the Glenn Campbell part of my brain. <laughs> You'll totally uh, forget. That's true because it's happening now and that's no good. <laughs> so uh, obviously, if you guys were affected by Hurricane Sandy, you must live very fairly close to the studio. How often do you get to the studio? We live, I think it's 14 miles from the studio. And that can be a 40 minute drive on a Sunday morning, or that can be a two hour drive, depending on the whims of New York traffic. Wow. Yeah. So I live in the boonies, technically still part of New York City, but where I'm on this little peninsula, Rockaway Beach. So I'm a block from the ocean. Wow. You should call it classic Rockaway Beach. <laughs> oh, hey. I like. <laughs> <laughs> I just named their new summer festival. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm going to get some people on that. Well, you remember where you heard it. You just have to give... <laughs> Yes. yes, Tom will be uh, properly credited. Yes. <laughs> Not that anyone will know who he is. I want free tickets and a meet and greet with Fog Hat. Excellent. That's slow ride. Yeah. Yes, it is. Hey, for the hey. city. You got one. Wait, I think the and line I- activated the Glen Campbell area. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. You will you, you will be walking around tipsy, but remembering everything. It will be great. But I'll sing along, so there's that. <laughs> but yeah, I don't get into the studio a ton. I do obviously like to get in for sing-alongs just because they're so freaking fun. And then for other people's like milestones, or I like to celebrate the like uh, the hundreds milestones. I like to celebrate in studio if I can. I think I've done them all in studio not the 50s but i think the hundreds and how many hundreds are you up to i am currently at 930 wow and i am chasing godnick right now so it looks like me howie and jason rosenberg are on track to hit a thousand around the same time wow so i can't tell if it's a competition or a camaraderie (laughs) yeah probably a little bit of both yeah I think you're going to take some five-minute rides and knock them out. 
Beat you. <laughs> so do you have a favorite Peloton studio memory? I mean, I know you say you don't go often, but for uh, some again. of us who live yes. in the Midwest who really don't go often. <laughs> I mean, yes, I, I have a f- I, definitely like a few things stick out. Like when Robin Jenkins was about to go into surgery and we all kind of surprised her by showing up the night before to ride with her and with Jen Sherman. And then at the end of the ride, we were all holding hands and singing. I think it was You've Got a Friend. And it was just this really very special moment in studio. So that was really neat. And then the sing-alongs are just so much fun. And when Bob, when she played Devil Went Down to Georgia for Bob, that was (laughs) really funny. And so he's he's doing the song. And of course, now the ride is no longer on demand, which is a bummer. So I was trying to find... I thought I did a screen recording of it, but she stopped writing and proposed marriage to Bob. <laughs> <laughs> and I literally was like, you really should take that. Like, like we've had a great run, but it's Jen German. Like, like I'll allow it. <laughs> <laughs> like, I get it. If you go, I get it. <laughs> That is so understanding of you. But she was like, but I still want to hang out. <laughs> Not because of you, yeah. but because of Jen Sherman. Yeah. I mean, we can make it work. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that's that's your very favorite memory? I It may be. I mean, there's a bunch. I mean, at the risk of sounding like an old fart. But, you know, back in the old days, it was different. But it was like you just had a little more freedom in the studio and and you you had a little more leeway and you just had some more flexibility. So it got a little goofier in there and that was fun. Yeah, I I could totally see that. I mean, it's it is definitely different than some of the the stories that I've heard where people brought things in, like maybe some alcohol and some red cups. And, you know, you can't do that anymore. I I was involved in that. (laughs) (laughs) We, We The problem was, lesson learned, we pre-gamed and don't do that. Don't pre-game. Here's my PSA. Peloton people, do not pre-game before a ride. Did somebody get sick? It just got a little dicey. It got a little dicey. (laughs) (laughs) That's too funny. So, like, I bet you've met a lot of people throughout the last few years. Like, what kind of connection have you made that's just the most surprising? There's just, it's, this bike is wild. Tracy Paulson and I always say the stupid bike, the stupid bike, but in a very loving way. Cause it's like the, the crazy connections that you make with people that you wouldn't have met in any other circumstances. Like through riding with Christine, I got to meet Rachel Shane and we've become good friends and she's on my daughter's school emergency contact list. Like, it's wow. just, yeah, like it's just kind of wild. And then The stuff that I've agreed to do because of this bike, like the Avon walk, that never, ever would have been even on my radar. And I did agree to it after an HRI party. So (laughs) there was that. And I was kind of hoping that it wouldn't be remembered the next day, but it was. And that was in May. And next thing you know, I'm training for this 39 mile walk thinking, how did I get myself into this? But (laughs) with people I only met through the bike, like these are, you know, people that are new in my life in the last four years, which is just crazy. Wow. It never stops surprising me how often 
that you you end up doing something because of this bike like it's like i mean it's great because it pushes you outside your comfort zones yeah it's that whole concept of that's a terrible idea what time it's just (laughs) (laughs) even the the day after that very fueled hri party my friend lisa talked me into going to a boot camp with her it was like their first really big hri so they were doing these separate classes at a hotel in midtown and i thought sure not expecting and I would still be feeling the effects of the night before at 4.30 in the afternoon. And I was. And we went to this boot camp with Cody and Alex. And it was brutal. And I'm sweating my way through it. And at the very end, we had to do these polar bear runs. You're on kind of all fours and you're supposed to run. And I was fully baby crawling, like baby crawling (laughs) across the floor. And Alex runs over, plops down with me. And he's like, let's go, let's go, let's go. (laughs) I don't know, a week later, my friend texts me and she's like, you need to go on Peloton site like now. And there I am crawling across the floor in Alex's personalized video for the HRI. God. (laughs) It was special. That sounds more like a boot and rally camp. Oh, (laughs) thankfully no booting. (laughs) Again, dicey. So I want to back up and ask a speech pathology question. Oh, okay. If I could. Yeah, rewind it. You said that you teach kids one-on-one, but you also teach classes and i'm just curious like what is taught in the class because i normally think of like if you have a speech issue it's hyper specific so what are you teaching to groups of people so the groups are really small my biggest group is four kids so i'll have like a social group where we work on kind of conversational skills and general social things but then also there i work on a ton of just critical thinking and problem solving a lot of my kids just don't have that ability to make an inference you give them all the information and they're like and so (laughs) being able to kind of think for themselves that's a big part of a language disorder is having an impairment in that area can i introduce you to my 14 year old (laughs) (laughs) absolutely middle school is kind of my sweet spot i mean 14 is getting a little old for me but (laughs) (laughs) he's just starting high school but man that is so him it is he's not dumb at all but like sometimes it's just like spit it out son Uh, yeah and get to the point Getting to the point is yeah. a big issue in a, in a speech and language disorder. Interesting. <laughs> and it's really frustrating because it's like, he's my kid. And so in some ways, he's so much like me. Yes. But obviously, getting to the point. <laughs> well, I guess sometimes I struggle to get to the point. Yeah, but, you do struggle to get to the but point. <laughs> I don't stop and start. And you know what I mean? It's like, you do it, not. I go off on tangents. That's what stops me from getting to the point. <laughs> you never Damn. you never not have something to say. Yes. <laughs> But it's cohesive sentences Yeah I mean 14 their brain is still kind of In nutso mode So it, they're still having a hard time But yeah there's there's just Areas where we can help So I do oh, That's really cool Yeah That's neat Yeah like that's it. good to know I'm going to take us back to Peloton You said that you guys used to have a treadmill Do you have any interest in getting the Peloton tread? No Okay. <laughs> I hate running. I hate everything about running. Yeah, I mean, even walking is annoying. <laughs> Which is why I still can't believe I did Avon. But yeah, I just 
it, it annoys my stomach. It's just everything gets irritated by it. Occasionally, I'll use my, my parents now. We live in a two-family house. And it's this big old house. And my parents now live downstairs and they have a treadmill. And every once in a while I'll use theirs. But no. (laughs) (laughs) No. No. I do do like the other content. I do really well with challenges, like with a little pressure put on. And the pressure doesn't even have to be like I did two of the Power Zone challenges. And but I can also put my own challenge on myself and have that pressure be helpful. So this summer I'm doing like three ab classes a week to just kind of maybe finally address my lack thereof of abs. But I can't do I have a bad shoulder, so I can't really do planks. So I'm not following like the official Peloton Emma challenge. I just find the classes that I can do without having to make too many modifications. So yeah, I'm like, yeah, that's great. And I love the restorative yoga, which I call sleepy time yoga. (laughs) Ooh, do I love that. Three minutes laying on one side, then gently roll over and the other side. Yeah, I mean, Tom, it really is classes that you could do. So I have been doing Peloton classes. I think you'd be amazing. I really do. I think you'd be so good at restorative yoga. You should probably teach a class. (laughs) <laughs> I'd fall asleep What if there was like chicken nuggets on one side Right And then like fries then, on the other side Right and so you'd have to stay awake to like go You'd have go to Go back like, and forth Yeah Like those like little bobbing birds that put the beak in the <laughs> yeah, water Yeah exactly. see it's all about finding the motivation <laughs> And then once you have restorative down We'll move you into the flow nope. no, He's nope. never going there <laughs> Nope <laughs> I do think of you every time Jen plays a monkey's song, though. Oh, because, Tom, one of my very early Halloween costumes, I went yeah. dressed as a monkey. Like, of the monkeys. As one of or like as one a... Of. Not as, yeah. not as an animal monkey, but as one of the monkeys. Which, Which one? Monkey? I mean, it was a pretty generic plastic face. It was the 70s. Oh, those, oh. those plastic faces were the worst. The plastic oh, face, yeah. and you couldn't really see anything, and it had that band across the back of your head. And now women spend tens of thousands of dollars to look like that. <laughs> but the yeah, the the monkeys Halloween costumes were creepy. They it were was like creepy a plastic looking. sheet. I don't even yeah. know. I don't know. It was probably at like the local five and dime for yeah. not much money and I love the Halloween that. costumes back then were the worst. Like as a kid, also growing up in the seventies, Crystal, you probably don't remember this because you're just a pup. But like <laughs> the Halloween costume, like if you got a Superman Halloween costume, it would be like a plastic mask with a rubber band that was roughly the circumference of a human hair. <laughs> so it would snap at any given moment. Yep. And then the shirt it would be like a plastic shirt and plastic pants. The plastic and then to make it worse, were so bad, and I was not yeah. a slim kid, so they were just really <laughs> awful. I'm right there with you, and and then the the worst, the absolute, as if all this isn't bad enough. The worst part. So if you're Superman, yeah, on your shirt, uh-huh. what do you think you get? An S. No, you get a picture of Superman. You get a picture. Who the yes. f? 
thought this up like <laughs> superman doesn't run around with a picture of superman on his chest like this is really simple you just put an s on there make me look like superman don't what what the f- <laughs> I, feel like, I feel like you might have triggered a bad I, memory here this is a little triggering um, we'll put maybe yes. put a little warning in the liner notes kind of thing. <laughs> as like a pop culture junkie it was so frustrating that like oh you're the six million dollar man here's a shirt with the six million dollar man logo on it now you're the six million dollar man no i'm not no i'm not i looked like no monkey is is (laughs) in my head i was super peter tork like i was totally there but no no i love that's that's Amazing! I looked like a loon, but you know it was the, that was the time. And then, then you got a little older and started making your costumes, and that was like a nightmare. I think my friend and I went as crayons, and we were wrapped in oak tag, and then we couldn't move. Yeah. You were wrapped in what? Like poster board. I think oak tag oh. is like a regional thing. Yeah, I've never heard that. Before. I haven't either. Uh, That's um, yeah. I've heard poster board. Never heard oak tag. Yeah, I mean, we cut armholes out and wrote Crayola on them. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember what color you were? I'm going to say blue. At the time, I was all about blue. Yeah. She was blue because her monkey's costume was so lousy. Yes, 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 yes. I love then the it. next year, did you did you take your oak tag and like reverse it and go as like a toilet paper roll? <laughs> I need a time machine. Hey, Halloween's just a few months away. Uh, yeah, no. Now, now I get assigned a costume because I work in a school. Oh, they assign them. Oh, well, is that to make sure you don't do anything offensive? We we tend to dress up either as a floor or a department. So last year, the entire third floor of my school went as parts of Pac Man. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah, this year that's I think amazing. there's four speech people in my room. I think we're going to go as our own four just to make things simpler because trying to you know organize twenty something people with a costume it's a little tricky yeah that would be really tough if you're going to do pac-man don't go as the pills <laughs> i'll send you a picture i had i had the dots all up my leggings <laughs> that's awesome i saw your last day of school video that you put together with everybody dancing yes. I that's have amazing an, i have an enthusiastic group of people that i work with which i'm very grateful for because it's not always a fun job, but the people are so good. Well, that's fantastic. I would not make a good teacher. I would get too frustrated. I don't have a lot of patience, so. It's, I, that's my, why speech was perfect for me, because every half hour, a kid can be pushing all of my buttons, but a half hour, that's all you get. And then please go back to class. Thank you so much. Have a nice day. Well done. Although it's got to be nerve wracking. I feel like that's one of the first things school districts cut. They're so strapped for cash, you know? Yeah, I mean, I'm lucky enough. I'm in a pretty needy school. And then there's four of us and I'm the second person in. So I've got some leeway, which is good. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Those kids are very fortunate to be in a school district that has resources like that. Absolutely. 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 I mean, we have speech, we have occupational therapy, we have physical therapy. So we've got all the services, which is great. I mean, it's one of the good things about the New York City school system. There's not a lot of great things, but that's one of them. If it wasn't for people like you, I would be married to Quistel. (laughs) <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. 
<laughs> so much love. <laughs> Actually, it would be Quithdol. Oh, Quithdol. It, it, it had both the things I couldn't do. Oh, well. Wow. But look at you now. Yeah, you probably wouldn't have a podcast. You wouldn't have been on the radio. I definitely, nobody would want to listen to that. Yeah. I mean, sometimes I'm surprised they want to listen to this, but that it would be even worse. Day. Yeah. <laughs> Comes and goes. I mean, on behalf of all my speech people, you are welcome. Ah, yes. That's nice. That's very nice. <laughs> I speak for all. <laughs> well, you have the training. <laughs> so, what is your leaderboard name? I mean, how can anybody in Peloton land not know your leaderboard name, right? <laughs> It's funny, somebody that I really know, like, online through like a parenting message board from when my daughter was little, just bought a Peloton. So I said, Oh, follow me on the leaderboard. I'm Mika. And she messaged me back like, you have a lot of people. I was like, I've been around a long time. Um, so my leaderboard name is Mika, M-E-E-K-A. M-E-E-K-A. Yes. Uh, first off, I want to to tip my hat to you for your leaderboard name because you got in really early <laughs> and most people like I, I just thought like well her leaderboard name is going to be like Monica K like that's what everybody at the start was doing but you didn't you are you are a visionary. Um, I am I am thank you for recognizing that um, <laughs> for me it was uh, Mika is very it's personal my oldest and dearest friend was the first one of us to have a kid and her daughter had down syndrome and so her speech wasn't really all that clear and since she was the first of all of our kids she kind of got to pick all of our kind of grandma and auntie names so monica became mika like now all my friends kids call me that so that's my like kind of at this point like a lot of people at home call me mika And then she passed away suddenly in 2014. So when we Mm. bought the bike, we were still kind of in the midst of of all that. You know, it was the next spring. So that's the name I just kept coming back to. And I was like, oh, if I use Mika, if anybody ever uses my Peloton name, it'll make me think of her and that'll be good. So that's kind of how I went with it. So, of course, I spelled it M-I-C-A because we just always spelled it that way. It's Monica Shortened. And okay. N- okay. nobody could do it. And I, I got Micah shout outs, which was sure. great. <laughs> so then I changed you were- the spelling for Peloton purposes to make it, you know, phonetic. Because, again, speech. So, yeah. Well, and you were probably getting shout outs a lot back then. <laughs> it was it was a whole other world back then in terms of shout outs. And even I mean, I got a shout out from Robin Arzon one time. That's like. A whole other thing. Yeah that's like Unheard of Yeah I'm basically A unicorn <laughs> <laughs> For a lot of reasons <laughs> But then There was a time Oh Jen Sherman's One and apparently Only DJ ride Which is no longer On demand Which makes me crazy I The OPP was also So small back then That you kind of Knew people Just you know You were interacting With the same 50 to 100 people Over and over again And Jen gave me a shout out in this class that was just like so crazy. And she was just, you know, she was like, I see you on Monica Kelfer. I see you on the OPP. And and I just, you know, you seem very positive. And I just want to give you a shout out. And she didn't know, like, she didn't know my leaderboard name or that I was on the ride, which was crazy. (laughs) So, of course, I burst into tears because that's what you do when you're riding. (laughs) That's awesome. Definitely. And then a few weeks later, I met 
Paige Davis in studio and we were sitting there and Jen walked in and I was like, Hi, I'm Monica Gelfer. <laughs> My leaderboard name is Mika. <laughs> and, and then you were instant friends. I mean, yeah, like finds like. Definitely. Yeah. And she's just so much fun. What a fabulous story. That's great. That's like the best Jen Sherman shout out story, oh, I think. I, I literally burst into tears. And I'm, you know, again, I'm I'm in this room in my house with the headphones on, just going, ah! <laughs> well don't forget the time I got an accidental shout out I know yeah. That's I know. a pretty good story I, I heard that episode as well uh, <laughs> I'm an OG listener Tom I see that <laughs> Well I, I, I told Crystal this for sure But when I was training for Avon There were a lot of miles of walking That I needed to put in at and really on my own. And I found very quickly that I couldn't listen to music for that long because I would go out for a four hour walk by myself. So then I started hoarding clip out episodes (laughs) (laughs) for my walks. And at the time you went through a, a, a several month period where I knew the people that you were interviewing like personally. So it was really cool. It was like, you know, I'm walking all these miles, but listening to friends of mine talking. Oh, that's cool. It's very cool. And it saved my sanity. So that was great. Well, that's awesome. We kind of helped you train. You then, really, really helped me train. You're basically my coaches. I'm like, <laughs> going on my LinkedIn. <laughs> it should. It should. I'm a, a long distance walking coach. Yes. So do you have any advice for people that are just now getting a bike? Yeah, I think a try everybody. The instructors bring so many different styles and skills to the table and try everybody more than once. You know, I saw a post recently that somebody had done a ride and they didn't like one specific thing. And we were all like, go back, try that person again, because there's so much more to offer. Don't be afraid of live rides. I think that's still a lot of people are afraid to just jump in there and don't compare your numbers to anybody else because the C word calibration, everybody's bike is so different. Did you see, did I post about the superhero bike I had in studio the other, like two weeks ago? I didn't see it. If you did, you probably did. I I, might've missed it. I don't know. You know, oh, I didn't post. People posted about like, what bike was I on? My normal output (laughs) is if I'm working really hard on my home bike, my output's 350 and my output in studio was 914. (laughs) (laughs) So, And I was in studio with Tracy and Paige and Robin and uh, Sherry and Jason Rosenberg. And Jason said he saw me take off and he was like, oh, all right, Mika's going for it tonight. And then he realized, like, wait a second. (laughs) (laughs) I thought he was going to compete singing. (laughs) He was like, wait. (laughs) The bike was just funky. Then I have Tracy next to me who wanted me to be first in the class and just kept jacking my resistance up while I was riding. (laughs) She's so helpful, Tracy. (laughs) She's like, go, go. (laughs) But at first I was mortified. Like, oh, my God, I'm putting up these numbers that are absolutely ridiculous. So you never you can't compare you and your bike to somebody else and their bike. Every time I ride in studio, it's a different experience because the bikes just, they they can't be exact. 
there's no formula apparently that makes them all feel exactly the same. So comparing your numbers to other people's makes no sense. Yeah, definitely. I absolutely agree with that. And even if it does make sense, it makes no sense. (laughs) (laughs) My bike has gotten harder over the years. I think, you know, as software updates have come out and maybe the metrics have changed. But I know back in the day, because again, old, I could really work very, very, very hard and hit, say, 400 in a 45 minute. And and now it's like 350. Wow. I think I know what's going on is that your bike is also getting in better shape. <laughs> and the wood has smoothed over time. Right. Yeah. Because of all that sanding. All that sanding. I take very good care of it. <laughs> I'm basically a carpenter now. At least at least it won't run. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's getting moldy. You know, I do live near the yeah. ocean. Oh, that's a good point. That's a very good point. And add carpenter to your LinkedIn. <laughs> on that, really? Woodworker. <laughs> Speaking of LinkedIn, where can people find you on social media if you would like to be found? Yeah, on Instagram, I am a Bonds Mom, which is A B O N S M O M, which also came from a speech thing. Clearly, there's a theme in my life. My daughter's name is Siobhan, and my friend's daughter called her Aban for years years and it just kind of clicked like okay i'm a bonds mom it was very cute because when that little girl learned how to read and she saw her name she said her name has an s why is her name a bond and mom was like well it isn't (laughs) we just didn't have the heart to tell you (laughs) he thought it was cute On Facebook, I'm Monica Calfer, but I'm really bad about, like, even checking friend requests on Facebook. Like, I just, I yeah, I'm just bad. But Instagram is, is good. I have a Twitter and don't tweet. Yeah, <laughs> I definitely know. Yeah, Twitter's hard to, I always forget it. So. I feel like yeah. if, you, if you're a Twitter user, it can be really great. And I forget it's there, too. And then I just scroll through once in a while and I hit like, 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 like. And then two weeks go by before I remember again. <laughs> <laughs> I know the feeling. But it's good for, like, tweeting a company. I did uh I had like an Amtrak issue. I was actually going to stay with Yanina and um, I was on Amtrak and the train stopped and they said there was a fire up ahead. So they booted us off the train and left us there in the middle of Connecticut. So that time I used Twitter because I was like, hello. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Time I think to use it. It seems like a good time. So if you follow me on Twitter, apparently it's all complaining. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> now that seems to That's be the case with Twitter. Yeah, yeah. So. <laughs> well, thank you so much for taking the time to join us today. Yes, this has been so fun. Thank I've had a great you. time. You guys thank are so the much. best. You're very sweet. Well, thank you. Thank you. All right, I'll talk to you soon. Bye. Talk to you later. Bye-bye. Bye. Well, crap. I don't know what to say. Normally, I'd be like, does she have a recipe for us? And you're like, there's no recipe. Oh, okay. So what do you have in store for people next week? A whole lot of nothing because I'm going to be in Alaska. Oh, okay. Um, Okay, keep pedaling. We're out. (laughs) I don't know what I'm supposed to say here. You've robbed me of every crutch that I have. I'm so sorry, Tom. You should be. So, uh, You know what? I'll cancel the vacation. Okay. Um, I mean, I'll I'll tag you in the pictures. (laughs) (laughs) I meant for both of us. Well, you do all the heavy lifting with this thing. Yes, I'm aware. I, we don't. I don't do a whole lot. <laughs> I think you'd be fine without me for a week. 
well then lose the crutch, buddy. <laughs> that was not fully thought through on my part. So uh, we don't know what we well we know we have nothing in store for you next week, but we don't know what we're going to do in two weeks. Oh, we do. Oh, we do. do. Yes. So that will be August second, and we will have Jennifer Smith, and she is a recent recipient. Of a comeback bike from oh, Peloton. She, she got one of the comeback bikes. Yes. Oh, awesome. So it'll be great to hear her story as well. Awesome. So um, that's what people have to look forward to on August 2nd. On August 2nd. And until then, they'll get to see lots of pictures of us in Alaska, I guess. Yep. If they follow us on our personal Facebook page, we're going to go walk on a glacier. Yeah, we are. I'm pretty excited. I got tricked into hiking. Yes. You set it up. I don't know about this tricked shit. Well, there was a train ride. Yeah. And then they threw hiking in there. Right. So. Because we're going to hike on a glacier. I might just hang back at the train. No. What? You're coming. That's almost like exercise. I have to be careful. I have a. I have a image to protect. <laughs> so uh, until then, and not counting Alaska, where can they find you? People can find me at facebook.com slash the clipout. They can find me on Instagram or Twitter, the bike, and of course the tread at clipout crystal. And you can find me uh, on Twitter at Roger Kubert or on Facebook at facebook.com slash Tom O'Keefe. If you want to find the show online, please do so. You can find us at facebook.com slash the clipout while you're there. You can also join the group. And of course, you can always find us on Apple Podcasts where you can rate, review, subscribe or uh, wherever you get your podcast from. So uh, that's it for this one. Thanks for tuning in. And until next time, keep pedaling and running. Set your soul.